0: That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave of the Strength League. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. You're good to go. Living's person. MK, what's going on, Sarah, happy to see you, F-A-C-U-N-D-O dot C underscore 20, I'm in your head, love that, I'm in your head, emojis, you guys are ready, you're rocking and rolling tonight, I'm loving it, PG Sports, shout out PG Sports, Paul joining in on the live, oh, what do we got over here, sorry, all this stuff is picking up, cancel, down with that, what up, what up, what up everybody, I'll oh, keep dropping, Dropping the mime in your head emojis. Tonight is gonna to be a good one. M A S journalist joining in. Joe Jackson, I'm in your head. You guys, you guys see what it is out here. Long term winners mindset. That's what we're doing out here. What up? What up? What up? Happy to see everybody. I'm feeling the energy tonight. Connor, what's going on? Have a great twenty twenty. Thank you very much, Connor. I appreciate that. How is everybody doing? Miss Williams, what's going on? Happy to see you in the live DOG 05. Today is going to be a good one. Joseph, welcome to the live project. Project DL 30. What up? Happy to have you getting all set up and squared away here, everyone. So excuse me while I I don't know where my, um, I don't know where my uh, table thing is. I didn't set up my table. Uh, YNW Baseline, what up, what up? Pithead Andy, welcome to the live. YNW Baseline 46, I just gave you a shout out, brother. Appreciate it. SH. underscore underscore dot AE. Oof, what up? Welcome to the live. Everyone, I'm so happy to see you because you know what it is, and if you don't know what it is, I'm about to tell you what it is. It is the hashtag Ask a soccer pro show. Episode 51 or 52. Sarah, are we 51, 52? Andy, are we 51 52? I, I don't remember. Um. But it is, it is a new year, 2020, the year of vision. And I'm excited to kick off the year with all of you. Episode 51. Thank you very much. Ooh, it's about vision, and everyone's going to be enlightened this year. That is, we're, that is the focus. That is what we want to do. That is what we will accomplish, because we will speak it into existence. For those of you who are joining in on the live who have never joined in before, and those of you listening in the future, which will be our past, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show with your host, 11-year MLS Pro, Quincy Ameriquois and though I said MLS Major League Soccer what we talk about here on the the soccer pro show is the M S L spam that heart like button thing and give me your I'm in your head emojis If you know what I'm talking about the MSL ladies and gentlemen the mental strength league It is a game that you are either an active participant or Or you are unaware of its existence and you're steady getting played. And what we do is we talk about the seven-step AmeriCorps process. Well, what's the AmeriCorps process? What is that, Quincy? That's a process that gets you in the game. Are you in the game? Well, you get in the game by learning the rules and understanding the process. And the Ameriqua process is how we learn to thrive and excel in the game. It's the long-term winner's mindset. That's what it is. The MSL is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals. And what we talk about here every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, is how to set yourself up for success and find win-wins. And I'm loving that, the I'm in here at emojis, I'm seeing that in the comment section, loving that. Um, If you're set out to accomplish your goals and you need or want a community of individuals who are in it to win it, teamwork equals dream work, you've come to the right place because that's what we do here. We're the originators of the of killing internet trolls and people will learn about us They'll study about us in our community in the future But we will make the future become our present very soon So I'm happy to have you guys along for the ride and I want to give you a couple updates on things So the format and flow of the show is going to improve just like everything else that's going on with perfect soccer up, up leveling our merch, up leveling our team, up leveling the speed at which we can get the most truthful, hard hitting content out to you as quickly as possible. And, uh, there's a few things that are going to be happening and I'm, I'm happy to share. So, uh, a couple things I want to update you guys on because now I'm coming super legit, right? Coming with my show notes, ready to cover the topic and tackle it of the day and remain focused on the task at hand. But the first thing that I'd like to share that it is that is a pleasant surprise for everybody who's joining in on the live and you wanna make sure you hang out with me on the live for the entirety of this show is we are going to be having a special guest. And we were gonna have a special guest, but the special guest wasn't able to attend today. And in place of that, we have another special guest. So, like I said, we're looking for win-wins and today, we found a huge win-win because we're, today, the first episode of 2020, which is about vision, we are going to have a special guest who is the first guest who is not a professional soccer player here on the show. And that guest is Sonia Richards-Ross, former, yeah, former uh, gold medal Olympian and 400-meter champion, Sonia Richards-Ross. She will be joining in on the live here soon. So on this show, we like talking about mentality and breaking down your mentality. Today, we're going to get to break down the mentality of a gold medalist. So we're kicking off the year pretty good. And this this news just came in a, an hour and a half ago. So, so uh, yeah, look at already, 2020 2020's just started. We're already bringing the fire. Uh, a couple of other updates. Uh, if you guys have not yet gone and read uh, my article, the interview I did with Club 11 Magazine, the photo shoot and interview, you definitely want to check that out. You'll get a whole bunch of knowledge bombs dropped on your face talking mainly about the perspective of the American player here in the league, as well as a couple other things, especially for those of you who say you want to play professional soccer one day. I think that article will be very important for you because I've got some... I've got some tough questions that I'm asking you that you got to ask yourself and I want to see you prove me wrong So if you guys haven't checked out the audio article over by Club 11, make sure you go check that out Those guys are doing great work over there. We'll be doing some great projects with them here moving forward So that is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, let me just tap uh, Let me tap that pin the comment That is the article there. club 11 slash Quincy and you guys can check out that over there but so few updates. Before we would do the MSL, we talk about many things over the course of the entire show and episode. I want to continue to answer your guys' questions down in the comments below. So if you've got questions or anything, drop those in the comment section below. We have a growing community of individuals. A lot of the concepts and stuff we talk about in the show, many uh, community members have learned and have been a part of this show for over a year now. So if you've got questions, other members in the community will answer your questions below. If I've answered them in the past, what we like to make sure that we do is we get to questions that are specific to people's um, situations or circumstances uh, that that I haven't gotten to in the past. So for those of you also listening in the future, um, make sure to go subscribe to our podcast perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio we are now on every single audio streaming platform you've got out there apple Podcasts, spotify uh, anchor google podcasts literally all of them uh, we've got not only all the replays of the hashtag acid soccer pro show we've also got our series of ps clips going up so you can get all the best uh, content from the acid soccer pro show every single day anywhere anytime walking the dog going for a run taking a shower, all that good stuff. So you can get your MSL dose any point in time. So let's get into the theme of the day. And, uh, you know, I was speaking with Sarah earlier as we were talking about kind of the content that we're putting together here for everybody moving forward and how we want to go about presenting and sharing everything. And we got on the topic of right versus easy. And that's what I really wanted to speak to you guys here uh, about today. And you might be asking yourself, hey, what does it mean to do the right thing versus the easy thing? And when I was speaking with Sarah, I was mainly expressing the idea that for the most part, we know what the right thing to do is. Except for a few situations and circumstances of individuals, you might not know what the most people say. I don't know what the right thing to do is. Chances are, you know what the right thing to do is the prop to do is the problem is. It's very hard to do the right thing because there's usually no one holding you accountable to doing the right thing, and that's why doing the right thing is usually pretty difficult. So you you want to do what's uh, you want to do what's right, not what's easy. And uh, I think what we were we were discussing really was how do we bring that down to the level of how does that apply on the soccer field? And uh, the way in which I was I was breaking it down was. And as most of you guys know, um, I want to win, I'm all about winning and figuring out what it takes to win. And when doing that, oh, sorry. When that is the way in which you're going about doing it, sometimes being the person who is the victor or the person who's on top or who is responsible, uh, no, who is taking all the glory, all the accolades is not the best way to go about winning right? That is not the best way to go about winning in the long term. Because if the way in which you're going about winning is at the detriment of everybody around you, if the only way that you can build the tallest building in the, in the room is by knocking down everybody else's building, or the only way you can get to the top of the mountain is by stepping on the heads of everybody around you, you might get to the top, but you're going to be real lonely at the top. And you're not going to have it to, sh- you're not going to have You're not going to be able to share it with anybody and you're going to want to really ask yourself, was it all worth it? And I'm pretty certain the answer to that question is going to be absolutely not. So along your journey and along your path in life or soccer, whatever that is, you're going to hit multiple moments in time where you're going to be able to take a shortcut. The coach isn't looking at you. Your parents aren't looking at you. Uh, Everyone's focused on something else or somebody else. You don't have to do it. It doesn't really matter this time. You know those times where you tell me. Oh, it doesn't really matter Well, if it doesn't really matter then just do it Unless it does matter and then you're not doing it for a reason and if you have a good reason for not doing it Then I could say okay unless the reason for not doing it is just an excuse to not want to do the work Then I'd say ha caught you again in the MSL and we don't make excuses around here We're out here developing a winner's mindset so your job is to figure out how to catch yourself and how to catch when you're BSing yourself, because guess who gets really good at doing that? You do. That's right, you do. Hey, no, oh, who's around? No one's around, just you. You're listening to this and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And eventually you're gonna get sick of the BS. The problem is if you get really good at BSing yourself, you won't get sick of the BS for a long time. And if it's a while before you get sick of your BS, you might run out of the only thing that is most valuable to you and that is your time and we're here to figure out ways or to share ways with each other to help save each other time because time is our most valuable asset even if we do not currently value that asset, right? So, how is doing it right? We're not doing it right, right? Um, How is uh, doing what's right versus what easy, how does that kind of apply um, to on the field and I can speak for my personal experience for me is in the way in which I've chosen to play the game So now I'm a professional I'm um, I'm a professional soccer player, but I'm a forward, right? Um, typically the forward is supposed to be The stereotypical forward is the most selfish person on the team the person who has to have the glory who has to score the goals who it's all about them And I understand that. And to a degree and certain extent, you need to be full of yourself. You need to have confidence. You need to have self-belief, right? But for me, I didn't believe that that's the only way in which you had to approach playing the forward position. For me, when I see my teammates around me, I know there's people who are better at finishing than I am. So if my goal is to win, is it more important that I score the goal or is it more important that I create the best opportunity for the best goal scorer to score a goal? Well, depending on what your outcome is and what you want, would determine how you answer that question. And most people want the glory and they want it to be them and it needs to be them. So they need to score the goal. But for me, I go, I wanna win. And if I think I have a greater chance or opportunity of winning the game by setting you up for success to score a goal, then that's what I'm going to spend my time, energy, and effort focused on doing. Because if the goal is to win, that is the right thing to do. To set the person up next to me for success now it doesn't mean that they will do the same for me, and that's usually not the case so i'm'm I'm not I'm also not telling you that this is the best way to play the game as it currently stands, as people currently reward other players in the game. but that's what we're doing here to uh, to hopefully change or at least. Get People to open up to the idea that there's different ways to play the game and not and not necessarily Does it mean? the person who has the best stats is The greatest contributor to the success of the organization or team because that doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't necessarily That's not necessarily true. The game of soccer means 11 players on both sides on both sides of the field no one person is greater than the team And I think on the international level, that's a great, that's the best example of no one player is great enough to win it. Because at that level, um, it's, I feel like the international game is more similar to MLS than any other league in the world, even though, like, the international isn't like a league. You get what I'm saying? Um, Mainly because you're bringing guys who are all same nationality but all have different philosophies and ideologies and play in different countries all over the world and then they have to come together and they have to they have to bond over something some centralized greater good to become successful and usually the teams with the greatest superstars and the biggest names either don't make the world cup or don't make it very far in it because because that's the great equalizer international is the great equalizer in my opinion And it's because the teams who win are the ones who choose to do what's right, not what's easy. And and most people don't understand the difference between the two and how that translates over the long term. Um, Because the long term is when you're seeing the results of the efforts you do, not immediately today. You can eat a salad today, but it doesn't mean you're going to be fit tomorrow, right? You got to eat a salad today, work out today, get good sleep, and do that again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Again, doing what's right, not what's easy. It's hard to do that. It's hard to do that. It's hard to be consistent. It's similar to the 10 push-up challenge I challenged you guys to last episode, you know? Uh, And if you didn't know about the 10 push-up challenge, I challenge any of you. To do 10 push-ups every single – just 10 push-ups. First thing in the morning, get up, 10 push-ups, nothing else. 10 push-ups every single day for the next six months. I bet you can't do it. I bet you can't do it. Uh, uh, Let's see how many days until you fall off the wagon, you forget, oh, man, I forgot or, oh, I had to sleep in or something happened or this, that, or that. You know? Luis Felipe, always joining the live. What up? Showing love. I appreciate it. What up, brother? I'm in your head. I love it. What's going on on your end, bro? Tell me, let me know what's been going on. If everything's good, how are things going on your side? Jenny, what up? Challenge accepted. Jenny, please. Please. Jen, please do it. Ten a day. Ten a day for six months, you get free Perfect Soccer merch from me. Okay? I believe you. Core value one, self-honesty. I will believe you. If you are honest, because that's step one, if you're self-honest, you do 10 push-ups every single day, you take self-initiative, and you hold yourself accountable to that. You don't miss or skip a day. Free merch is coming your way. Charday. I thought it was anything consistent. Does it have to be push-ups? No, it does not. Sharday, tell me you as long as you tell me what it is, again, self-honesty. Self honesty. I trust my community. I trust the people in this community. I trust we're all in this together. and We're looking for win-wins. So if you can show me, even if it's relevant, I know this is a hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show, but I'm a soccer pro and you're just asking me questions. It doesn't mean that it doesn't apply for anything outside of soccer. These ideas, these philosophies, the things we're talking about, translate in every industry, every market. And 2020 is about the vision. So people are going to find out about it and learn about it for themselves. So, uh, Let's see, 10, 10 push-ups daily. Quincy, this is Laura Edwards. What up? Welcome, welcome. Let's see, I'll keep a log. Uh, Joe said he'll keep a log. I'm telling you, oh, if you guys need a log in order to keep track, so Charday, this will also work for you as well too, go to perfectsoccerskills.com PSTM. That's for perfect soccer team member, PSTM. You become a perfect soccer team member and uh, you'll get access to our time management uh, sheet as well as our soccer giveaways and all the other products and services. But this is for those who aren't necessarily on the soccer side. Become a Perfect Soccer Team member. You get access to uh, the time management worksheet and training, so there's a video of me walking you through how to use it. That will help you hold yourself accountable and keep track of what you're doing and you can actually see your time. So uh, it helps you see your time the same way in which if you see your money going out of your hand when you're spending it, you're much less likely to spend as much of it as you are when you're just using your credit card, right? Or you're using your debit card or beeping it because the the concept is, it's not tangible to you. We're still human at the end of the day. I know we're all getting used to our phones and virtual reality and turning into cyborgs, but uh, you know what it is. Oh, there we go. Let's see. Uh, S H said, I've been doing 20 push-ups, 20 sit-ups and two minutes of planks for about three months. But then I stopped during the break and I'm trying to start up again. That's what I'm telling you guys. The longer you go, the harder it gets because you realize you're one day away, one mistake away from having to start back over at zero. So it's all about creating good habits for yourself and building up your mental strength over time. And that's what we're talking about. So if you keep joining me here every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, we're going to keep Working on that mental strength together. So I appreciate it. Uh, Let's see what we got. I blame PlayStation and VR. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Fernandez, uh, FR Ramirez, have you completed that challenge? Yes, I have completed that challenge. I was doing 25 push-ups a day. And then what I'll do is I've uh, transitioned it out into other aspects. So maybe I'll trade the 25 push-ups into um, meditation for a little while. I did that. And then, so I I like testing different things for durations of time to see if there's any improvement up or down and and then I kind of split test that with other ideas and stuff that I've got going on. But a big reason why you guys see uh, the core values, the AmeriCorps process, the mindset, the mentality breakdown, all the things that I've been sharing with you guys over the the years is because those are the consistent things that I'm doing every single time. For me is uh, the game that I'm playing in my mind and always choosing what's uh, right, not what's easy. Has been why I've been able to build this mentality up over time and then spending the time to break it down so I can share it with other people so they can implement it for themselves has been my 10 push-up challenge, right? So um, I, think, I think I saw Sonia had joined in on the live. So uh, for those of you who didn't know, um, we had an original guest who's joining in on the first live of the year. Unfortunately, had to back out at the last second, which is fine. I understand it. That's how it goes in professional sports. Things pop up all the time. Uh, but luckily for us, uh, Sonia Richards Ross is joining in on the live today, uh, Olympic gold medalist, 400, 400 meter gold medalist. And we will get to speak with her a bit to break down the mentality it takes to become an Olympic champion, which I think would be great for our audience and everyone Him once she calls in um, after we spend a little bit of time uh, doing a mental breakdown. But uh, Jordan, Jordan had asked, if you're a young player who isn't pro yet and are trying to stand out, isn't it better to be more selfish and get the glory? I'm not going to lie to you. Yes, it is. I think the more selfish you are, the younger you are, the better off you are. Now, uh, man, this one's a tough one because if we accomplish our goal, and I am confident that we will, being a selfish player just just because you want all the glory for yourself will become something that becomes less valuable over time. But as it stands currently right now, the most selfish player ends up getting most of the glory and getting most of the opportunities at least making a lot of mistakes and learning from their mistakes so they can get better over time. The best way to get better at something is to get repetitions. If you get to do something for long enough, you will become good at it over time. It might take you a long time to get good at something, but as long as you're playing or getting your reps over a long duration of time, you will get better. The uh, the issue is, do you get enough reps before your time runs out? So, are you making enough? Are you making a mis, Are you making enough mistakes? Are you? Yeah. Are you? That, that's really what it comes down to. Are you making enough mistakes? But are you in a position where you can make enough mistakes to learn from them? So, hopefully, what we're doing on this show is really um, accelerating the rate at which you learn from the mistakes that you make. That's what's key because most of you who I'm speaking to you aren't the highest touted, uh, the most glorified player in your team, who's getting all the accolades or is getting all the support. Maybe you don't have the money to play or get the best coaching. You don't have access to the best people or, or those things. So when you don't have those things, you don't have access to that, then you have to take full advantage of what you have access to. And this information that you guys have access, to, you take advantage of it. You have to put in the work. You have to get the reps. And when you know that you don't have the, you don't have the leeway, you don't have the, yeah, you don't have the leeway to make the same mistakes that the people around you have to make rather than spending your time focused on it's not fair and you don't have this and you don't have that. As soon as you accept it and you go like, yeah, I don't have access to people. I don't have access to this. I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that. doesn't matter. I have my belief in myself and I have the willingness to get the reps and do the work. And that will get me somewhere. And that is a value. And someone will see the value in that eventually, even if I'm the only person who ever sees the value in it, long-term winner's mindset. That's what we're out here doing. That's what we're out here talking about. And that's what it takes. Good question though. Fernandez said, are you ever going to visit San Jose? Maybe eventually Luis Felipe. Yes, sir. You know what it is, man. Luis, how long have you been pro now for? How's your mindset been upgrading over the time? Uh, Mark B. Tackett. Yo, what up, man? Shout out Bakersfield. What's going on, brother? Thanks for seeing you in the live MSL, baby. That's what I'm telling them. Luis, that's what I'm telling him, MSL. And here we go. Our special guest is joining in. So let me call her in here. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with B Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash pro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Let's see if we get it all plugged in and ready to go hey hey
1: hey what's
0: what's going on
1: hey quincy sorry it's so dark in this room i didn't realize it until i'm doing like a late live you know like what's up with my lights in here that's all right (laughs) you know i have to catch you i have to catch you up guard and see, (laughs) see how you adapt to uh
0: chaos you know what i mean oh yeah
1: this is this is how i live this is how i move i love it (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's good, that's good. <laughs> well, i want to i want to thank you very much for uh taking our requests very last minute and joining us here on the first official episode of 2020
1: of the hashtag yes hashtag that's right that's right well thanks for having me you have a wonderful wife might i say you all kicked your coverage <laughs> no pun intended no pun intended <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. no Fair she's enough. great no that's good yeah we've uh, uh she had uh, what she is talking about is my wife just went on uh, mommy nation, correct? Yes. yeah, she did the takeover for the day, and uh, we just recently became aware of of the account that you guys got going on, and we're really yes. happy yeah, we're really happy to uh, connect and see what yeah. you've got going on over there, and we're proud thank of the work. You. yeah, we're proud of the work that you're doing, and thank uh, you yeah, over here, we're always trying to find a way for win win first non-professional
1: soccer player on the show. So I'm very happy to have you on the show. I'm very honored. I'm really honored. And like you said, everything always happens for a reason. So I'm excited to be connected with you and your wife. And um, I also briefly got aware of kind of what you guys are doing, so it's super dope. So let's get to it. Okay, let's do it.
0: So on this show, I know you've just recently become aware of it, right? But we talk Mm -hmm. about the MSL. So the MSL is the Mental Strength League. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a philosophy, and idea that uh, is to help you accomplish your goals. That's the simplest way to think about it. And that's what we talk about on this show. And what I like to get down to at this point in the show is we call it the mental breakdown. So Mm -hmm. to obviously get to a professional level in any sport requires a different type of mentality. And to get to a level of gold medal, uh, which basically means the height and pinnacle of your of your sport yeah. that takes another level of mentality so that's what i would love to speak with you about and get a little bit of insight on to share with our sure. and followers sure. so sure.
1: so
0: let's see starting yeah. off and i like you to be more free-flowing and going around with it yeah so um what do you think the
1: deep there is but i think ultimately Dang, which one would I choose? Um, I guess I guess you have to be relentless. You know, I think that um obviously when you get to the elite level, everybody's talented, right? Like I think that for us it's like, you know, I I ran track in Florida, I was the best in Florida, you come to Texas, you're the best, and then you go to the Olympic level, and everyone is talented. Um, and so I think you have to be willing to work harder than everybody else. You have to be okay with failure, you have to be okay with the fact that things aren't always going to go your way. You're going to have injuries, all of these things, but you have to be relentless. Like my personal story in 2008, I was favored to win gold in the 400 and it was the only race I lost that entire season. I was number one all season long and I won the bronze. took me a long time to say I won the bronze because I felt like I lost the gold medal and it was so disheartening for me, you know, but I just always felt like I was meant to be an individual Olympic gold medalist. And so when it came to Bouncing back and being relentless about achieving my goals, that's exactly what I did and I won it in 2012. So, you know, I think there are lots of factors. Um, I think it's able to quiet the noise. Um, I, you definitely have to work hard you have to always believe in yourself. But I think just not quitting, no matter what happens, no matter what comes your way, I think is probably the determining factor between those who really, really achieve the next level of greatness. Got you. Okay. So,
0: Something interesting that you had said to me is like, it took me a while to say I won the bronze and not lost a gold.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wh- why was that so difficult for you? Oh, no, it's breaking up a bit. I'm sorry, Quince, I didn't hear the question. Oh, you're good. You said, so you
0: had said, uh, it took me a while to admit or to express that I won the bronze and not yeah. lost the gold. Yeah. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: why, uh, why was that
1: so difficult specifically for you? because okay so um obviously in my heart i believed i was the best um i believed i should have been an olympic champion um and so did a lot of other people right i was still ranked number one that year and so i think but it's funny because i'll never forget when i was standing on the podium at the olympics um in the bronze medal position i had walked to the back before i came out and um i had kind of gathered myself got myself together because as you can imagine i was like distraught i was bawling i was really upset got myself together right before I go out one of the officials the Asian officials because they put your name on the medal he said to me what happened I thought you were gonna win gold medal and so I literally started crying again right when I was walking out so I'm on the podium and um I'll never forget it at that time there was no real social media In, in in 2008 I got all these emails Quincy from all my like these American fans saying I was so ungrateful and you know how could you be on the podium crying you're such a disgrace and I'm like you know, it's such a different mentality for the people at the, you know, like at this level of sports, like, yes, I'm grateful to be there, but I had my eyes set on one thing and I didn't achieve that. And so I was disappointed, you know? And so it took me a long time to see that as a part of my journey and accept that I needed that moment to be able to stand on top of the podium. But I just think it's the, it's the mindset that differentiates a lot of us, right? It's, it's, it's the fact that no, like there was only one medal I wanted and I got one, but that's not the one I wanted. And so I was, I was just very disappointed.
0: Got you. So, okay. This is good. I really <laughs> appreciate your willingness to be open and share honestly, um, yeah. your perspective and experience, uh, because it is difficult for most people to understand because they aren't doing the type of work that you're doing. And, yeah. and the ability to, to achieve what you want is literally yeah. milliseconds. Is the yeah, it, it literally was, it literally was. Yeah. So then, okay, and this is what I think, for me, thinking outside, because I'm unaware as to this process, right? Yeah. So for me, you had the uh, blind belief that you were deserving of winning the medal, right? So did it, it, so up until that point, had it ever passed your, had it ever crossed your mind that you might not win? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) no it's not not, right so 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 at that point in time your world is your worldview is completely crashed right so you're completely devastated
1: completely shattered
0: okay so so because of that do you think that is a huge contributing factor to why you did win it the the next time you went after it
1: yeah absolutely i think i think that um Because the thing is, is like when you're operating at that very, very, very high level, right? Where it's like your body's ready. And it's really, I always think when you're training, especially for an individual sport and like the Olympics, I feel that it it starts off like a hundred percent physical, very little mental. And then you keep going as you get closer to the big race, it feels more like 80% mental, 20% physical, right? Because by that time, the body is ready to go. It's really like, can you be present in the moment, and execute what you've been seeing in your mind's eye over and over and over again. And so for me, there were a few things that, you know, I had a few breakdowns why Why I think I didn't win, um, but I was able to correct those things. So I do still think it was that single-minded focus on like I'm gonna get this goal no matter what that allowed me to do it in 2012 you know and I I was able to fix my mistakes from 2008 so I absolutely think that mentality is 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 what took me across the line first got you so you couldn't have developed that
0: mentality without having the devastating loss in 2008
1: I mean I wish I could have but (laughs) I guess not (laughs) okay so would it
0: okay so would you say and this is me asking right yeah Uh, would you say Because your opponent, and I don't know who your opponent is at this point in time, Mm -hmm. was able to see a world in which you don't win, Mm -hmm. and you are blinded by the fact that there is no world that exists that you don't win, Mm -hmm.
1: that you couldn't see the mistakes that were going to cost you the gold medal? Wow. I mean, uh, once again, another deep question. A really, really, really good question. Yeah, I think that there is something to be said about... uh, So to me, this goes into the, the mindset of the favorite and the underdog right that's that's what you make me think of when you ask this question is that the favorite is the person who goes in and really says and and believes like there's nothing there's no other possible outcome other than me winning i'm the best i've proven that over and over again and the underdog goes with a little bit less pressure and sees themselves beating you which is because like that whole season nobody had beat me the whole season so i had never seen anybody cross the line in front of me right so every race i run every scenario in my head is always me crossing the finish line first so Absolutely. I think for the for uh, Christine who ended up winning the race, it's like you go out there, you're giving everything you have, you have nothing to lose, you, there's less pressure, there's just all these very positive things happening for her. And for me, it was a lot of pressure, right? It's like, okay, everybody thinks I'm going to win. It's like, how fast is she going to run? And I kind of crumbled a bit under the pressure. So yes, I do think that underdog mentality played well for her. And me being the favorite kind of in that instance worked against me.
0: Got you, got you. So okay, so what I also heard you say was you were able to correct mistakes in 2012 that you might you might not necessarily realize fast enough in 2008. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what was what do you feel was your frame of reference that allowed you to realize that mistake and project it out uh, in the moment, but still mm-hmm. stay present while running? Yeah,
1: you mean in 2012 when I actually won? Yep. So I think the biggest lesson I learned from 2008 was that I was gonna. So here's the thing i think that even when you're doing something at the very at the highest level you can't ever forget why you're doing it you can't forget the joy of it and i think for me i had started to put
0: you see what that's behind me
1: no what does it say
0: make your why big enough
1: yes yes (laughs) that was probably the biggest lesson i learned from 2008 i had put so much pressure on myself that i was no longer running for the joy of running and so after 2008 i told myself you know what I'm gonna be traveling the world if i'm gonna be getting paid to do this i'm gonna i'm gonna love it i'm gonna enjoy it again i'm not gonna make it feel so much like a business and i have to do this have to do that and so i was inspired to work harder i really did work harder in 2012 but i also stepped on the track and i have fun you know and i didn't i didn't place you know the other lesson i learned too was after i lost the sun still came up the next morning i was still signing richard draws like the world didn't come to an end right so i decided that no matter what happened in london as, as badly as i wanted it i wasn't going to Place all of my joy on crossing the finish line first. I was gonna have fun no matter what, and I think that lightness allowed me to just execute my race and not be so like tense and not make any unforced or unnecessary errors in the race. And so, yeah, I think that was the biggest lesson that I learned.
0: No, that's awesome. I can see uh, the people below saying that they really appreciate that. That's coming full circle for them. So I really appreciate your willingness. Awesome. To, you know, really, w- I really, really appreciate your willingness to share that because I think a lot of people. Um, are in a bubble, but aren't aware of the bubble that they're in, mm-hmm. and uh, it it requires seeing something from a from a third party outside perspective to then see. To, it's almost like a, you know the uh, the what do you call them the psychological thrillers where and the last piece it all snaps and if you rewatch it yeah. from perspective you're like oh wait what the killer was in front of me the entire time like right right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. yeah yeah so um, yeah I think. Okay so how long did the how long was your process to get from world ended devastation to I'm actually that's actually the best thing that could have happened to me because now I can actually be
1: free and have fun yeah uh it was a process so at the olympics i competed in the 400 and i also co- was scheduled to compete in the 4x4 relay so when we're talking about like actual days minutes hours like i literally was not going to run the 4x4 i was so surprised was like mom tell like the- my mom also manages me i was like tell i can't run i just you know i don't want to go back out there and so i think for me i was able to step back on the track for the relay and for the first time in um in in my career i ran anchor all my career it was the first time i got to stick behind in beijing it was in beijing and Uh, I remember thinking to myself I am leaving Beijing with a gold medal and so I ran down the Russian girl and we and got and we won the gold medal which is probably one of my favorite moments of my Olympic career I was on that relay and so I was I think for me that was the start of like turning the corner you know I think had I not run that race and been successful at it again um, it might have taken me a little bit longer and so I remember leaving the Olympics and still like a, a mind frame of man like that was fun for me like when i got to stick with my teammates i had fun i think that also made me like see the difference like right away like man like i could have this could have been a whole different experience for me so that kind of started it i'm not going to say i wasn't devastated and disappointed for a few months um and then actually the very next year i won my first uh, individual world title in berlin in 2009 so you know it was kind of the start of an upwards climb uh, upward climb for me after that um devastation in 2008. I like,
0: no, I, I appreciate that. That's really good. Uh, that's really good because I'm thinking from the perspective of most people once they become devastated. I talked about this in the last week's or two weeks ago's episode, episode 50, coping with depression, right? And how to build a mentality to help dig yourself out of it. Um, what's, what's interesting to me, what you're saying there, is um, it's actually best to just get right back out there and try it is. And, before you actually crawl into a ball and do stuff, yeah. so luckily, <laughs> luckily, for you, you're in yeah. a situation where you kind of can't say no. They're like, "Hey, happens right. <laughs> every four years. Right. You've got another <laughs> chance. You could get a gold medal. Right. All in all, it's not. I know it's bad, but it could be worse." Yes. Uh, okay. So yeah. would you would you say that that would be, if you didn't have like like you had expressed, maybe they're taking you a little bit longer, but you know understanding yeah. mindset and what you were focused on doing, you would have gotten there eventually. Um, yeah. Would you say that that would be the best approach? Or do you feel it's better to kind of like really feel that and process it in the moment? And, and So wh- where do you fall on that spectrum of what do you think is best?
1: Uh, good question, Quincy. I think, I mean, even my coach uh, in the moment who my coach had also coached Michael Johnson and Michael Johnson was a world record, and world record holder, 400 meters and Jeremy Warner also won goals. So he had a lot of experience. and. He also recommended that I kind of get back out there. So, you know, I I only have the one experience. um, So I can only say what worked for me, which was really getting back, right, getting back to it. Because I also think, too, there is it's also like an injury, right? There's a mental component to defeat. um, And there's like a physical, right? Like you physically feel pain and it hurts. But there's also something psychologically that happens to you. And my fear, why I think it's probably better to just get back out there, is that You can psych yourself out so much from a failure um, that you almost paralyze yourself for the next competition or the next opportunity. So from my personal experience, I think it's better to just, you know, just get back out there, even when you're still feeling the pain, even when you haven't fully recovered. Because I think if not, sometimes that time is not well spent, right? You can literally like talk yourself down, down, down until you can't get yourself out of that mental pit. So that's my opinion, um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert on that. I, I'm only sharing from my own experience.
0: No, I got you, but I, I yeah. you know what? I would, I would, uh, I would argue that you are an expert. You, you have an expert opinion on it because how many people, thank you. <laughs> yeah, how many, but this, is the pr- most people are going, oh, shut up and run on the track. Uh, be quiet and dribble a basketball. And it's basically like, right. okay, okay. Let's see you stand out here and oh, not, yeah. and not throw up yes <laughs> it, okay oh right. it's not oh it's not so difficult it's not so easy right. is it? I, I, right. want to, I want to set up uh maybe we'll this is now you're making me think maybe i'll set up a business where it'll be a uh, fifty thousand person station uh stadium uh experience for people and we'll be like okay yeah yes.
1: let's see let's see how you exactly how you let's see you execute now yeah, for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure no but that's a that's really good because i think i think you have a very unique rare perspective a very valuable perspective um, one that
1: uh, I know,
0: I've gotten a lot of, I've gotten a lot of insight from, and it's it's very it's very interesting to hear the um, though it's a different sport in a different world, right? the the approach and the mentality to be at an elite level, it's it's inches, you know, it's very
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's a very minimal uh, room for error. For so error. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how did you or what do you think was the largest contributing factor to to your success, uh, to the success of your career?
1: Yeah, um, so I think for me, like after learning the lessons and stuff, I also started working with a sports psychologist, um, and that helped me a ton. Because I think a lot of people don't ever want to talk about it or think about it. But as much as you need a physical coach, like I said, I literally feel like at the big the big championships, it's way more mental than physical, and so. I wish I'd have gotten him sooner because there were techniques that he taught me to be able to execute and to have my mental prepared as well as my physical when I sit on the line. I'll never forget in 2012. We so one of the things that we would do is we would do a lot of visualization. So I would literally go to his office. We would talk. I would sit there and I would think about the race. I would play. A lot of times I had run in the stadiums. I would race him before, so I could literally see my. You know, I could visualize like what it was like to be there, the feel of the stadium, you know, the, how it's going to sound, everything. And I'll never forget, like right before, because he came to he came to London with me and we did our practice before the the, the race and stuff and he said to me, Sonia, there's gonna be something that's gonna happen that's gonna be unexpected that would could knock you off your block. And he said, I want you to take a deep breath. One of the techniques you'd have is I put my hand on my stomach. If you watch my Olympic race, you'll see my hand on my stomach, like <laughs> right before I get in the block. I'm like, this is it, baby girl, you know, and I breathe into my stomach just to kind of calm my nerves or, or breathe into my, my, my palm um and he was right like we so the, the olympics were in london in 2012 and the woman that beat me in 2008 was literally from london like five minutes from the stadium oh, wow. and i was in lane five she was in lane seven and they announced up and so seven then eight then nine and then it was time for me to go yes baby no i haven't done it yet sorry my <laughs> husband um <How> <laughs> and and so and so he um and so right so so literally they announced me now i'm like okay cool let's, let's do this so they announced her Quincy this is track and field right like we we get loud applauses but like I had the stadium was deafening when they cheered (laughs) for her because she's like the hometown girl she's the defending olympic champ yeah right and they didn't I think they might have had two champ defending champions in the whole Olympics. so it's like they couldn't wait for this girl to step on the track and it was like so unnerving you know and I remember just saying to myself and that's where I feel like the mental I saw somebody ask the question like how do you quiet the noise and you know that for me was the moment where i was like i i you know i took that deep breath and i said no i'm ready for this like i've I prepared like this was that thing but it's not gonna knock me off my block you know but it was because i had like i kept knowing there was gonna be something there's gonna be something okay this is it and then i just forgot and then i just got back into my zone like got back into my race strategy got back into my own lane um and then got in the blocks and executed so you know, I think that the help of a sports psychologist and help of visualization and feeling like I had been there before, like feeling like I had already won, I had already done this, this wasn't something new. It didn't feel like uncomfortable or unusual. It felt like I was supposed to be there and I was supposed to win this race. I think that helped me towards the tail end of my career to execute better at major championships. I love
0: that. No, that's,
1: man. I, I talk about it with these
0: with everybody on the live every single week on, on, on the emails that come in the DMs that come in and we're talking to a lot of people and I keep telling them look the most important thing above everything is the mentality mentality if your mentality mm-hmm. isn't that's your foundation um, just yeah. like if you got your foundation good you could build a doghouse you could build a house you could build a apartment you could build a yeah. skyscraper you could build uh, uh, a rocket okay. ship to Mars
1: you yeah. know yeah true
0: yeah so um no I I mean, I really appreciate you joining in on the live and sharing a bit of your mentality and what it's what it's been like in your profession and, and sharing that with my audience. I know we will be resharing this and breaking this down. Uh, the team has been going hammer on getting all of our content process in order and, and sharing that. So I know the team's going to be really excited to to go through everything. Was there anything that you were wanting to shout out or promote or anything that's going on in your world that you wanted to kind of bring attention to that you, you'd like us to uh, highlight?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, the uh, you talked about in the top of the show um, since I retired. Uh, In 2016, I became a mom in 2017. And I know Sierra can relate. It just absolutely, Serena, Sierra, Serena, your wife, um, can absolutely related just changed my life and so i launched a platform called mommy nation with an i m-o-m-m-i nation uh in hopes of creating a community for moms that look like me um to support them and not just through motherhood but uh, also in ensuring that they don't lose themselves in motherhood so we, we communicate to moms on every level about entrepreneurship philanthropists about their faith about um you know just just relationships just every aspect of, of womanhood and motherhood and It's been one of my greatest joys to grow the community and to be connected with other moms. Um, and so, yeah, if you're a mom watching or, um, You know, if you know a mom, you know, everybody has a mom. Everyone has a mom, right? (laughs) Everyone has a mom. Um, You know, I would love for you guys to check out our blog. Uh, We're going to be doing an event later this year and hopefully a podcast soon. So there's a lot of great things coming on that front. So, yeah, like I would just love, um, you know, for you to share that. But other than that, it's just been a pleasure to be connected with you. And I look forward to following what you're doing because I truly do believe that this athlete mentality, um, it truly Impacts and affects everything, you know. Like you can, you can, you become a better person, and now you're a better business person and a better spouse, and all those things from the lessons you learn from sports. So I'm happy that you have this platform and that people can learn from your experiences too. It's super dope. No, I appreciate that, and
0: uh, yeah, I think uh, Serena, Serena came down and was super excited from everything. So we went. <laughs> she already went hammer and built out the whole partnership page. So this is for all the. Uh, I know it's Mommy Nation, but if you go to Perfect Soccer Skills slash Mommy Nation. Uh, uh, thanks to Sonya, right? We've uh, we've made all of our content available free for anyone who goes to perfectsoccerskills.com slash mommy nation. Oh, and, nice. Uh, next, yeah, so now over the next, so you can thank Sonya, so make sure you go follow her and shout her out and say thanks so much. Um, uh, so for all the soccer moms who are wanting to get into it and understand and figure out, um, figure out the soccer mom space, I know Perfect Soccer Mom is being launched uh, soon and I know Serena's been working on that yeah. and the first uh, introduction to that was through Mommy Nation so we're happy to do that and uh, over time we'll make sure we're adding uh, more content especially your blog and information and stuff over there and Serena will, awesome. be, yeah, Serena will be working on like a mommy mommy uh, soccer mom specific blog for anyone on yeah. your side interested in you know what are the simple rules of the game? How do I get my kid into yeah. it? I know, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of moms aren't wanting to their kids to I know a lot of moms are wanting their kids to play soccer, but might not know how best to introduce them to the sport. So sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. Awesome. Well, we want our little DCD to play soccer. So hopefully by then you're coaching or something, because we're going to set him up there with you. Hey, well, let him know to, to go subscribe
0: to the podcast because I'll already be giving him that mental strength. Right <laughs> he goes, to he goes,
1: to he's to ready. He's, he's two, but he, he act like he's 22, so he's ready.
0: And, and he's, <laughs> he's, come, he's come to the right place and he's connected to the right place. <laughs>
1: That's right. Awesome. Quincy. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Thanks for joining in. I appreciate it. Of course. Good night guys. Bye. 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 All right. There you have it. Thank you very much to Sonia. I appreciate you joining in and for everybody else who joined in on the live, we've got a couple minutes left here. So, um, before Instagram goes, goes and kicks us off. Um, like it usually does at the hour mark. If anyone has a couple questions or maybe their thoughts and feedback after um, thoughts and feedback of what Sonia had to share in terms of the mentality it takes to be an Olympian, which I think is dope. And a great way to kick off 2020, uh, just uh, J-U-S-E-F underscore 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 said, that was effing awesome. There you go. I love that. (laughs) Uh, I heard you say my name, but I didn't hear the answer. Let me say it again. I'm a winger, and I'm always concerned about going down the line with full speed and getting nasty nasty ankle tackle. Why are you worried about that? What if it happens, then what are you going to do? Is that in your control? So then why are you focused on it? The reason why I answer this is because I know the answer to that. It's not in your control. There's nothing to do about it, so why are you focused on it? Get so good that you can see him coming for your ankles three seconds before he gets there. Uh, LISBON Ricky said, awesome. I hope you get more track athletes. I do too. I like the, I like the track mentality. Um, I feel like that's very in alignment with the MSL mentality. Uh, I think mainly because track tends to be, a sport uh, an individual sport so you have to you have to uh, control your mind and dominate your mind I feel like you're your biggest competition in track and field and I think what she was expressing to what happened to her in 2008 versus um, what she, the lesson she learned from the mistake she made uh, for 2012 was very um, very insightful so um Making sure you guys go, you saw right there, MZ, Pamela, to you. Uh, Mommy Nation, sounds like she's a hardcore Mommy Nation supporter. So uh, make sure you guys are following Mommy Nation and what's going on over there. Um, if there's no no more questions, I'll give you guys a few more updates. Uh, like I said, the podcast is now streaming on all audio platforms. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review over there. We really appreciate that. Um, you guys getting your MSL your MSL download on the daily. Uh, David had said life's full of risk. You gotta take. Uh, you gotta send it, mate. I'm thinking he said you gotta take it, mate. I would agree. Um, uh, calculated risk is good, or at the very least, buy insurance. We talked about that what two episodes ago how can you buy insurance and then take all the risks you want? Oh, Sarah reminded me, uh, Quincy, are you going to the coaches convention? Yes, I am. For those of you who don't know, the coaches convention is out in Baltimore. Oh man, what is what, what are the dates? 15th, January 15th to the 19th. I will be in attendance. We've got some great uh, concepts and ideas that we're coming up with. I'm thinking about And you guys let me know, send in your uh, messages on if you would be down for this. Um, Some MSL merch giveaway. I'm thinking if you find me at the coaches convention and take a photo with me with an I'm in your head, post it and tag, we'll think of something, MSL 2020 or MSL Army. You find me at the coaches convention, take a photo. I give you a a free MSL merch shirt. Let's say I'm going to limit it to the first 250 people. I'm limited to it to the first 250 people, and then after that, we'll figure something out. If there's more than 250 people, then I'll figure out something else, but if you're the 250 first person, you'll know, and then we'll figure something out from there, and it'll still be good. So if you guys are going to be at the Coaches Convention, I would like to encourage you to come uh, be there. I want to see you there. We've got some great uh, content we'll be dropping a week before, a career and review article showing you guys how to properly value yourself and value the players who are greatly undervalued across this league. I think it's going to be a good one. So um, before that gets released, I want to encourage you guys, again, to head over to Club 11. Club 11. uh, Follow those guys, their accounts. But but on top of that, go and check out the exclusive interview I did with them. Uh, It was a good one. Awesome photo shoot. Um, I think very... Very in depth coverage of a lot of great topics. So I appreciate those of you who checked it out and share with me your insights. Send send some of your feedback on it to contact at perfectsoccerskills.com. Um, I'd love to have it if I get some, if you send me some, you know, some good insights, some understanding breakdown of what you've got going on, uh, maybe some video content of you implementing or applying the MSL. Uh, MSL training mindset, something, be creative, send some stuff into contact at perfectsoccerskills.com. If it's good and we like it, you'll get some perfect soccer swag, maybe uh, access to our online uh, training center. Um, Skills Academy, uh, also giving you guys a few updates. I am currently working on a mentality training course. So this one will be a top level high ticket paid course. But for those of you who are looking for uh, step-by-step guidance on how to develop a winner's mentality, a, a, uh, the MSL mindset, um, I'm thinking it'll probably be a six- to eight-week course that I'll be breaking down and putting together here. So those of you who are interested, make sure you go to perfectsoccerskills.com MSL newsletter. Join the newsletter so you can get an update on when that course will be available. Ben said, love your stuff. Took your, 10 push-up challenge, took your 10 push-up challenge on, love that, love that. I'll see you in six months. I don't wanna see you in six months and a day because you messed up on day one. I wanna see you in six months, exactly six months. Um, but yes, I appreciate everybody who joined in. Coach's convention. Uh, Jordan said, I'm on day two of the push-up challenge. Love that, Start. you gotta start somewhere. And you're already on day two, so you're almost you're almost there. You're practically almost there. So no no reason to stop now. You already started, right? Uh, can you make a perfect soccer quarter zip jacket? Yes, I can. Yes, we can. Um, submit that request to contact at perfectsoccerskills.com. Uh, Serena's working on getting all that merchandise made, and she will get that taken care of and send it over to you as soon as she. If you joined in on the live. Um, I will see you next week, Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. As always, if you enjoyed the show, you got something out of it, go ahead and take a photo. Take a photo, screenshot that. Tag Perfect Soccer, tag at Quincy Marroquois. I'll be happy to shout you out on my story. Um, Maybe give me a little bit of feedback as to what you took away from today's episode and what you plan on executing here in 2020. You know it's about the vision. We're about letting everybody know what the MSL Army is all about. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for joining in, and I will see you next week. Let me see if I get my, let me get my outro, my outro thing going here. Hold on. you guys know what it is. My new oh man, I should have been giving you more like oh yeah, here's the club club eleven, some of the club eleven stuff. Okay, I'll hang out for like two more minutes. I'll show you some of the club eleven stuff from the shoot, which was pretty dope. And was fun. And then I had a question for those of you over on, (laughs) yeah, Sarah Cena. Now, have you read my feature with Club Eleven? If you haven't, go read it now. Go read it right now. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, long-term winners' mindset. You guys know what it is. And then the new hoodie as well, too. The I'm in your head hoodie. But where was I doing? I was looking for my new my exit sound. Should've came more prepared. Oh, you guys could see, oh, you know what? I can show you guys everything. I didn't even realize this. M. M-u-barak, U. M-U-B-A-R-A-K.os man said, you are better than Zlatan. You said you heard it there first. i was gonna show you guys, oh, look at that. We got the new Perfect Soccer hand stitch soccer balls. You guys understand what's getting, what we're doing here and what's coming together little behind-the-scenes look at what we've got coming. Ooh. Let's see. Oh, then. Speaking of fun, uh, Sonia said, you know, got to get back to the fun and make sure you're having fun. And that's what we've been doing. That's me and Fatai. (laughs) That's me and Fatai. I posted that over on uh, Instagram. Maybe what I'll start doing is there's a post show where it's just all about fun and we just share a bunch of stupid memes and stuff. See, Sarah, now you're making me think of other stuff to have fun because I was just looking for my exit sound. <laughs> Let me see. I can't find it.
1: It's been a while.
0: Oh, also, my cooligans. There you go. Also, the psychological warfare with the Cooligans. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you go check out that over on Twitter. Uh, for uh, Ramirez said, can't wait for the soccer balls. Yeah. I need to start doing a better job of showcasing you guys like a little bit of this stuff so you can see what is in the works and in the mix. Uh, more fun 2020. You're right. Much more fun. We need to have more fun. Let's see. So... Yes, yeah, Sarah was at this event. This was a good time. Man, just having a bunch of member berries. Let me see. Oh, more, okay, more fun 2020. I thought this was heck of funny. Uh, oh, let me see what it was. Oh, there was my pants. Uh, Quincy, you need to chill, right? That's what he would said. And then you put that. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought that was, that was pretty funny. I thought it was good. So more fun 2020, I'm loving it. More fun 2020. David said, you drive Zlatan out of the MLS. Yeah, because he ran into the MSL and he realized he lost all of his Sonic the Hedgehog coins. They went flying out of his back pocket. So he's like, I need to get out of here before everybody else realizes that I'm exposed. Let's see what else do we got here. Yeah, that was after the game. Yeah, that was after the game. Uh, That Zlatan game see what do we have here uh thoughts on tiktok yeah i know uh paul i talked to paul about tiktok needing to needing to have a bit more fun over there uh, oh man 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 all i was wanted to do is do my outro exit there we go okay you guys ready so thank you again for joining in on the live whoo it's my msl outro this is My version of, because I'm having more fun 2020. More fun 2020. I appreciate you guys for joining in on the live. I will see you next Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, only on at perfect underscore soccer Instagram account. Thank you guys very much. I will see you next week. <sharp> Let's <inhale> go.